Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Michelle Aubin and Linda Lang. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. I am Michelle Aubin, here with my co-host, Linda Lang. Hi, Linda. Hi, Michelle. We love that you're listening. We'd love to hear your comments. We would love to hear topics that you want to know more about or enjoy hearing about. So please feel free to jump in and uh, share share any of your thoughts with us. So today we're going to talk about reincarnation. What is it? What's it about when we have past life memories? How do we access those memories? And I'm going to kick it off to Linda. Linda, what is your experience with past lives? And what are your thoughts about what all of that is? Well, it's a pretty timely topic because I had done a Facebook Live in my group about a client who ended up painting a portrait of someone in the 17th century. And it looked very, very different from any of her other paintings. And it turned out it was her own past life. And wow, it, yeah, it was an amazing experience, an incredible picture. It had so much life to it and, and a message for her in this life. So it was really amazing. So, uh, just, so she hung a portrait in her house and it turned out she did, she somehow discovered it was herself in a past life well she's actually an artist and she painted this this picture and she just really felt it was someone she couldn't tell if it was a guide or what the connection was because it's just a face that came out of like she swirled the paint around and then all of a sudden this face came out and so she started to paint what she saw as a face And uh, it was amazing, actually. She has a client, and she brought the painting with uh, with her to show me when she came for her session. And when she looked in the mirror, she saw the face of this fellow. It was a male. And at that same time, my my guides told me, no, it was a past life and gave me a little bit of information about the life for her. It was a really interesting experience. There was... An exercise I used to do with a mirror and candlelight, and you can actually see different faces in your face as as a way to see other life experiences that you may have had, whether they're in the past or in the future, or if really all lives are at the same time. That's totally a, a different debate, but I'm definitely a person who thinks we come here more than once. We have more than one life experience. I'm someone who's had some spontaneous past life memories that are really specific to something that's going on in my life at the moment. As well as a hypnotherapist, I've led people on past life regressions and it's just amazing what can come out of those. So yeah, I believe. I'm a believer. I've done that candle experience and I've done it with another person where you put the candle in between you and this was years ago years and years ago and it was fascinating because the person's face changed it was a woman and her face began to change almost like a slideshow so fast there there were dozens of faces that I saw and what ended up happening each time the face would change 
I would get information about that person's life, the time period, what happened, traumas, difficulties. And before I could even make sense of it, it would change again. And then it would change again. And it was, became faster and faster and faster. <laughs> it was really interesting. And more than my logical mind could co comprehend. Mm -hmm. and, but it was really, really interesting. So you can do that same exercise with yourself in a mirror yeah. in a dimly lit room. Yeah. Interesting. I also, that also happened in um, my Reiki training. My um, teacher intentionally dimmed the lights and did a special meditation with everyone. And we all started to see her aura and different changes, even to the point where you could see different clothing. And what mm. happened when that, when I saw that was that it almost looks like a fog. It almost looks like the vision becomes gray. I've come to understand now what that is. And it's third eye seeing That's how I think of it. And so for anyone experimenting with this, if this is new, you can do this, like soften your vision, let yourself get into like a meditative feeling and see that little fog form. And that's a sign that you're, you're seeing, you're seeing with that third eye. So that's actually kind of interesting that you say soften your eyes. And maybe some people might not know what you mean by that, Michelle. So how would you instruct someone? I know how we do it in HUNA, but you probably have a different way. So why don't you share? I do it by, it's really basically invoking a, tr a light trance state. So like what I might do is look at a candle flame or something on the wall, like just try not to blink so much and just kind of relax the vision. And what that really is, is, uh, is eye fixation, which helps us get into a light trance state. So I just kind of do it without any particular steps. It's just staring at the wall or staring at a rock not too close or staring at a crystal or staring at a person. I find that certain types of lighting make it easier to like a dimly lit room helps to see the fog, but it's not required. I've done it outside. I've looked at a tree and just stared at the tree in the yard. And then I can see the aura of the tree or energy, energy field. So I, I don't know. I don't have anything more complicated than that. So it's as simple as uh, defocusing your eyes, looking at something and defocusing your eyes. Defocusing. That's, yeah, okay. that's a, um, a good way of putting it. So in yeah. Huna, what we do is called a hakala. And it's essentially, it's, very, it's similar, but a little bit different. We uh, extend our vision. So it's peripheral. And it automatically opens your perception wider and kind of defocuses like the minute details and, and it has a way of kind of bringing your spirit like fully grounded in your body. In Hawaiian or in Huna, we call it hakala. I like that idea. I have heard of an exercise where you can expand your vision and aim to see 360 degrees. I never did it the way you structure it, but 
I have heard that described as a way to expand your vision and your intuitive vision, but I like that. I like that as a way. I'm going to try that. That sounds it's, it's great fun. My husband's fantastic at it. He, he has such good peripheral. He can see like way, 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 way back. And, uh, you know, we'll often be driving and he'll, he'll say there's an animal in the field. Can you see it? And I have to like turn my head, you know, it's a little different when you wear glasses because it's like really out of focus on the side. Yeah. But it still has a way of putting you in your core and opening up your intuition as well. Isn't that interesting? So this is related to past lives because when we experience maybe perceiving someone else's past life or our own or the woman that you mentioned in the group doing this drawing, she was tapping into her intuition even though she didn't understand what it was at first that she was drawing. And so um, would you say that any kind of intuitive activity is a way to help people access information about past lives? The first, the first step would be to be curious about it and to be open to it so that you're willing to receive any messages that you have coming for you from past lives. Certainly you can do meditations or go to a hypnotherapist. That's probably the, the easiest way on some level, but yet again, I've had some people who've come for that and they've been so excited or so kind of nervous and uptight that they can't relax enough mm. to uh, allow a message to come through. Not very many people, but the odd person can be kind of hyper. So what I would suggest is to go into it kind of with the wonder and playfulness of uh, a youth or a young child and just see. And as I mentioned in the group when I did that Facebook Live, it doesn't even really matter to me whether it's true or not. What matters more so is that it has an impact on your life right now. You've received that message, whether it's from your higher self or your unconscious or from another you in another time is trying to tell you something. I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually, in spite of those experiences I mentioned, I'm very agnostic about the meaning of past lives or the even the word past life it, because I believe we have future lives, we have simultaneous lives. And when I get information like that, I don't, always attribute it to a factual past life that's historical. I do attribute it maybe the way a dream is. There's a message, there's metaphors, there's meaning. And what is that going to help me with in my life right now? What are the messages? The other thing I feel, I've actually not explored a lot about past lives because I feel like I need to live in this life and focus here. So, I mean, I know everybody has a different opinion about these things, but um, I, I think it's enjoyable and fun to, to do, as you said, to kind of have a, that playful open. You know, I know some people get really invested in figuring out all their past lives or things like that. And I sort of feel like if we're meant to know, we'll get the information. The first past life regression that I ever had long before I was a hypnotherapist, it just totally blew me away. And I went back to ancient Egypt and I was the physician for the pharaoh. 
and it gave me the life circumstance and how I died. It was really fascinating. And years after that, I had a part-time job in an office for a very wealthy man whose family are builders, property developers, and home builders and high-rise builders. And it was so interesting because he was, he was challenging. He was a challenging man to work for. And I remember leaving work one time and saying, oh my God, what is this about? You know, like mm. by that time I'm on my path and I, I know everything has a meaning. What is this about? And I looked up at the street sign. He lived on Royal Palm Crescent. And all of a sudden the light bulb went off mm. because his personal life with his wife and his ex-wife. And I mean, it was just another reflection of what was happening in that life. And I'm like, oh my God, I get it. And so it was really interesting to have a past life before you had the life experience that it had the message for. It was so when you say, I get it, what did you get in that moment? Did you get that you were playing out a dynamic in this life that was a reflection of that dynamic? Or was it just, just coincidence, you know, Royal, Royal Street, Builder, yeah. like all of these yeah. symbols? Uh, I really had an understanding that he was that Pharaoh oh. in that past life. And he wasn't like one of the big main uh, Pharaohs that we know of. In, in this time period. He was like a smaller ruler, but it was just really interesting how much coincidence the situations mirrored. It's fascinating. And if we also weave in the concept that time is an illusion and all lifetimes are happening simultaneously, we're just perceiving one moment at a time, then all of those things happen simultaneously. They were all kind of metaphors for each other and they all are happening in a way that makes sense. You know, in a way kind of makes sense that it's happening then and now and it's a great story. It's a wonderful story. And, and you know, I've had other spontaneous memories. Usually there when something's really difficult in my life and I, I'm not actually really asking for an answer. I just kind of I'm like talking to myself and I'm like, oh my God, what is this about? And then I'll get an image of a person I'm dealing with in my life as someone else or have some kind of a, a memory. And I totally agree that it's this life that's important. It's this life we have the power to create change or break patterns or heal relationships. So I encourage people to focus on this life. If you want to go explore past or future lives, you know, it's great fun. But I would say from my experience, I would do it more from a fun place. If you're really stuck in some place on your life, I do think it can be beneficial to go back to the past and give your unconscious mind a different perspective about it. And then things can heal that way, but it's really to heal this life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and you, your way of using this approach to help you understand something that's happening now that you're not fully comprehending and 
taking that information the way uh, the way a person might and we've discussed dreams can be helpful information a past life memory can be helpful in information to help us broaden our understanding of what's happening yeah mm. i mean that's all good that's all good and cultivating that it sounds like you have a, you have a very kind of intuitive relationship to that information I probably have an intuitive relationship to most things, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I like the idea of play. And on that note of play, for some reason, it popped into my mind one of my favorite movies. Do you remember Barbara Streisand was in a movie called On a Clear Day, You Can See Forever? I have not seen that movie. I highly recommend it to anyone. It's it's great fun. And she plays this person who is seeing a therapist the movie was done in the 60s i believe and she is having these spontaneous past life immersions and the therapist at first doesn't believe in past lives but he comes to believe in them and because of her consistency and uh, it's it's a fun movie and when you think about past lives in, in movies and how it's portrayed it's a great movie. On a clear day, you can see forever. Which, that actually reminds me of, of a book I read a long, long time ago that was such an excellent book, and it was called Guinevere. Not trying to do past life, but just trying to help them deal with what was going on in their, their current life, and what kept coming up was a past life as Guinevere with King Arthur and oh. all the Knights of the Round Table. There's also one, and I'm not getting the name... It was one of the first past life books, again, in the 60s, about this Irish woman. Oh, I'll have to put it in the notes. The story of... It was one of the first books about past lives. And, um, I mean, I remember in the, in the um, 70s, it was not that commonly written about. And even... Um, Oh my God, that actress. Shirley MacLaine? Shirley MacLaine, thank yeah. you. <laughs> that actress. <laughs> In the 70s, she broke some ground writing about her experiences. Yes, she definitely did. With UFOs too. UFOs, and I remember reading about that in high school. And on that note, I think we can wrap up uh, for this episode. So uh, any final parting thoughts, Linda? I just want to say it's been great fun kind of exploring this and I encourage people to kind of keep an open mind and, you know, see what happens in your life. And if you do know any of your past lives, how it can translate. Like I, I have a number of past life stories that translated incredibly well to what was happening in my life. So whether it's true or not, doesn't matter as long as you are getting the help you need in the moment to understand and grow and evolve where you are now. I could not agree more. Anything that helps us understand ourselves and grow and evolve, it's all good. Yeah, for sure. All good. So that's it for today. And we look forward to hearing from you. Feel free to comment and we will see you next time. Okay. Bye for now. Bye for now.